Welcome to Savor Food and Body, a podcast for women in midlife who are ready to lose the mental and emotional weight of dieting. I'm your host, Amanda Bullitt, an undieting dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. Join me as I talk with other experts in the fields of intuitive eating, women's health, body image, and so much more. You'll also hear stories of women just like you who have learned to undiet their lives and fully embrace wellness without obsession. Let's get started. Welcome to another live episode of the Savor Food and Body podcast. And today, as we are getting ready for the holiday season, the Thanksgiving holiday, if you're in the U.S., I wanted to talk about a topic that comes up a lot with my one-on-one client sessions this time of year, and that is the fear of gaining weight over the holidays. And if you're anything like most of my clients, uh, they've, they've run into this fear year after year, and it might contribute to some weight cycling. So whether that's restriction through the holidays, or maybe just letting themselves have whatever for the holidays, but then they go back onto restriction starting in January, and it just contributes to this weight cycle. So I wanted to help you undiet your holidays this year and maybe have a little bit different mindset when it comes to eating and hopefully finding more food joy during this holiday season and being able to savor really what matters most, which is delicious food and sharing it with your friends and family. So if the idea of holiday weight gain stresses you out, I'm going to offer you today four tips to help undiet your holidays and savor more of what matters most. Like I said, delicious food and sharing it with families. That's really what this holiday is all about. And I am no stranger to being anxious about Thanksgiving. So back in my dieting, disordered eating, uh, marathon running days, I used to get super anxious about Thanksgiving. And my dieting mind threw caution messages left and right, kind of like when you drive through a construction zone that goes overkill on the orange barrels with flashing yellow lights on it. That's kind of what it felt like in my mind. I used to think, gosh, how many miles do I have to run to burn off the pumpkin pie? What if I just eat the filling and not the crust? Will that help me maintain weight uh, during the holiday season? How can I make holiday cookies healthier so I don't feel guilty about eating them? I can't tell you how many healthified holiday cooking recipes uh, I made. And let's be honest, cookie holiday failures. Like they're just some things you can't swap out and have the recipes still turn out delicious. Um, I used to think, well, maybe I'll just have the turkey and the salad and then I'll avoid any of the high carb or calorie foods. And then I won't be as stressed out about gaining weight. So on the flip side, I would often hear the messages either telling myself this, or I would hear this from people around me is that, you know, it's just the holidays, you can eat whatever you want. But come January, then you'll get back on track. And you'll start training again, again, as I was a distance runner. So it was kind of this double edged sword between the fear of eating certain foods, the fear of that weight gain, but then also kind of this a side note permission given, but permission given with the condition that you were going to get back on track in January. So if you can relate to any and all of that, this episode is hopefully going to help you um, get 
get to an undieting place with your holidays. So, you know, back in my running days, I can't tell you how many dark mornings I nearly killed myself trying to run on slippery roads and getting really frustrated that I couldn't run as fast uh, as I could uh, during the earlier season and when the roads are dry and I couldn't run as far enough. And that would just freak me out because I couldn't then make up for whatever I was eating. And this really increased my stress levels. They went through the roof and I was ping-ponging back and forth between good foods, bad food thoughts. As you can probably imagine, my digestion was a train wreck because of this. I hold a lot of my stress and anxiety. I hold it in my stomach. I really wish I was one of those people that held it in my neck instead of my stomach because um, digestion being off, as you can probably relate, is really uncomfortable. And more importantly, I was completely distracted and unable to be fully present with family and friends, which is really what the holiday season is all about. So if you're feeling stuck with these good food, bad food, ping-ponging thoughts, and trying to give yourself permission to eat the holiday foods and try not to say you have to make up for them, if you're stuck in that place, I'm going to invite you to shake up your holiday mindset this year and instead lean into savoring the season without food shame and guilt. So here's how we're going to do that uh, with four tips today. Before we get into those tips, let's just debunk this whole idea of holiday weight gain anyway. So a study that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine showed on average people gain about a pound during the holiday season. So that's anywhere from November to January. And a pound doesn't really sound like much to most people. Most of my clients don't start stressing about weight gain until they hit five pounds, 10 pounds. And so that pound is far less than you might be concerned about. However, the study also showed, too, that if the person gained a pound during the holiday season and then either went on to diets and there was some weight cycling or they didn't do anything, they didn't change any behaviors in January and they're just like, well, this just is what it is. Then over time, and we're talking like a decade of gaining a pound every holiday season, then they put on 10 pounds. So the point here is not how much weight was gained, but the point is if that fear of weight gain, even though average weight gain is not all that much, but if that fear of weight gain puts you into the mindset that you need to be dieting again in January, potentially weight cycling, meaning you lose the weight, then you end up gaining the weight back when we fall off the diet wagon, which is common for 98% of the people, then it's that weight cycling in and of itself can lead to weight gain over time. So I'm here to invite you to don't let the holidays be the trigger to that weight cycling. You may have done a fair amount of weight cycling already in your life, and there's no reason to continue that just based on the fear of gaining a pound during the holidays. At the same time, I get it. Like I said, I was there too. And weight gain feels really distressing or the fear of weight gain feels really distressing. So I'm not here to help you ignore um, or diminish the feelings that you may have about how distressing weight gain can feel or the fear of gaining weight can feel. But I am here to offer you a little bit of a reality check. 
So if that mild weight gain or the fear of it puts you into a tailspin and you go back to old dieting behaviors, either during the holiday season or come January, you could end up weight cycling, which can also lead to weight gain over time. So this is why the holiday season is the perfect time to up your intuitive eating practices and really focus on savoring the season. No matter where you are in your intuitive eating journey, these four tips are going to help you. So tip number one is the holidays are a perfect time to practice gentle nutrition basics and compassionate curiosity. My clients hear me say those two words all the time, compassionate curiosity, and this will help keep you out of that tailspin and going back to old diet behaviors. So I've mentioned Rachel Hartley, a fellow undiet dietitian. I've mentioned her work before here on the podcast. Rachel's been a guest on the podcast, and she has a really great description of gentle nutrition. She wrote the book, literally, on gentle nutrition. It's a great resource. It has some delicious recipes in it. It's called Gentle Nutrition. And her idea of the nutrition hierarchy of needs can be a really helpful tool to practice with during this time of year. So think of it like a pyramid, since this is audio, you don't have a visual in front of you, although there is a visual in the show notes on the alpinenutrition.org blog post. So if you think of a pyramid, the base of that pyramid is adequacy. The next level up is balance. The next level up is variety. And then up to the top of the pyramid is individual nutrients or individual foods. And like I said, this is a great tool to practice during the holiday season. And we're going to get into each one of those stages of that nutrition hierarchy of needs. And even if, you know, this is a stressful time of year, we're heading into a stressful time of year. So I'm going to invite you to lower the bar, as my colleague, Dr. Jen Sella-Pubers likes to say, and keep this as simple as possible. So for example, on the days before Thanksgiving, it's important to eat regularly throughout the day, roughly every few hours, and do the same thing on Thanksgiving Day. So this is that adequacy part of the hierarchy of needs. And this will keep you from getting ravenously hungry before going into the Thanksgiving meal, which if you arrive at that meal being ravenously hungry, you have a really good chance of leaving the meal being uncomfortably full. Tip number two is practice balanced nutrition with as many meals and snacks as possible. The really important part here is to remember that word practice and not strive for perfection. There's no need to trigger fuck it eating during this season at all. And when we're striving for perfection, that can likely trigger fuck it eating. So don't go there. Balanced meals and snacks include, from a really basic level, carbs, protein, and fat. That's it. Those are the macronutrients. We need to eat them every single day in order to feel satisfied and feel fully nourished with our meals. But again, keep it really simple. Lower the bar. A balanced meal during the busy holiday week can be as simple as some crackers, cheese, some nuts, and fruit. Or if you do have a little bit extra time, make a salad with bagged greens, canned beans, fish. Throw on some nuts and seeds for crunch. Um, whatever pre-cut vegetables sound appealing to you, the more colors, the better. Add some cooked grains like quinoa, rice, or pasta, whatever you have around. And then, of course, add your favorite dressing. And add your dressing 
onto the salad. No fork dipping and then taking a bite of salad. Don't go the the low-cal version of the salad. Make that salad really satisfying. Tip number three is to add variety when possible. So this includes choosing even a different food from the deli case at the grocery store on your way home from work or on your way home from doing the shop for your Thanksgiving meal. This does not mean that you need to be preparing a bunch of really elaborate recipes. You're gearing up to be preparing a full Thanksgiving meal. So again, keep it really simple. Choose convenience foods and takeout foods when you need to. Just add some variety as you're doing that. Choose a different recipe for you to purchase um, each time that you go to the store. Find easy ways to add variety of flavors, such as using different spice blends or bottled sauces or other condiments to the foods. Again, those convenience foods that you're picking up. And this uh, this boosts the textures and the flavors um, to the meals. It's also boosting satisfaction. And if trying to add variety feels like, again, too much to think about, especially as you're preparing for a holiday meal, then skip this tip. This is kind of a bonus optional tip. That adequacy and balance are far more important than worrying too much about variety. So if you only get through tip one and two, you're still doing great. Tip number four is moving your body in ways you enjoy for 15, 20 minutes a few times during the week. Again, lower the bar on this. Make it easy on yourself. Um, It can be as simple as going for a walk around the block doing a gentle yoga session, particularly at the end of the day to kind of help you de-stress from the day. Do a quick strength training workout if you're interested in lifting weights or bands or kettlebells or anything like that. As we know, strength training can be really beneficial for women over 40, and you can get a lot of bang for your buck um, in moving your body that way um, for a short period of time. Any of these options will help you move stress and anxiety that you may be internalizing from the season, from all of those food thoughts, eat this, don't eat that, and even from all of the diet talk that your friends and family might be showing up with. So when you can get in some movement, it'll help you kind of de-stress any of that uh, conflicting information that shows up in your brain this time of year. And by doing so, then you arrive at your gatherings, gatherings feeling more relaxed and rooted in your intuitive eating practices, no matter what diet talk or body comments are being thrown around the table. Now, there is no guarantee that these tips will keep you from gaining weight during the holidays. I want to be really clear about that. I'm not into false promises. But if you practice them consistently, they will get you off the weight gain weight loss cycle, so that uh, weight cycling roller coaster for good. And this time of year is a great time to practice this because you can be practicing it in that low bar sort of way. And there are so many different foods that are around this time of year that aren't around normally the rest of the year. So you can really lean into practicing that savory and practicing that mindfulness of what foods do you want to put on your plate? Uh, What do you want to ignore because you don't really like them to begin with? So there's lots of opportunities this time of year to be practicing intuitive eating. And any time that you can practice that more attuned eating, paying attention to your nourishment needs, that will help you get out of the diet mentality and get off that weight cycling roller coaster, which will, again, through the science we know, which will help you prevent 
increasing weight gain over the years. I hope that's helpful. You are always welcome to message me with more with questions or clarification. I'd love to hear from you in terms of what tip seems the most helpful, um, you know, tip one, two, three, or four, and maybe most doable for you in your holiday season. Again, don't have to try to do all four of them. Just stick with tip one and tip um, number two. So adequacy and balance. The more that you can just incorporate those into your eating experiences, you'll be well on your way to having a successful undiet holiday season. You can get in touch with me anytime by going to alpinenutrition.org, hit the contact button at the top of the page, and I'm happy to answer your questions. Um, And I'd love to hear what you're making for uh, Thanksgiving too. What's your favorite recipe that you're looking forward to savoring with friends and family? All right, that's it for this week. I hope you have a delicious weekend and I will talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening today. I hope this conversation inspires you to undiet your life and start savoring food and your body. You can find show notes and resources from this episode by going to alpinenutrition.org forward slash blog, B-L-O-G. If you'd like to learn more about my one-on-one counseling or group coaching programs, go to my website, alpinenutrition.org and click work with me at the top of the page. And finally, if you found this episode helpful, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Until next time, keep savoring food and your body. Music.